Perfect. All right. Welcome to Cruising with a new podcast. I'm excited to be here today. And I have someone amazing. Ooh. <laughs> I have my girl, Grace Ajasoya. Hey. <laughs> How are you doing, Grace? How are you doing today? Hi, Annie. I'm actually fine. Thank God. I'm actually excited to be here. Me too. Oh my goodness. I wish we were here in person because the dry you know jokes the would have been, I don't know, electrifying. Yes. Yeah. But what God cannot do does not exist. Yeah, that's the right, right word. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Awesome. So how is family? How is everyone doing? Yeah, we're fine. Family's doing well. I can, Mommy. See, the, I can see the glory in your face. Yes, thank the you. Grace of God. <laughs> Even though your name is Grace. <laughs> thank yeah. God. He's been faithful all the way. Awesome, yeah. awesome. That's yeah. great. So I'll be asking you a few questions. And obviously, congratulations on your marriage. Congratulations on also giving birth. That's amazing. That's a that's a huge process. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a huge process. Can you tell us about that? Like how has that been for you? Oh, um, so actually be an amazing journey. It's you know, it's one that I've been so proud of. And I thank God for every day because I mean it can only be God. I remember where I'm coming from and I know where I'm at today and spotting the difference it's just God that is the difference and I'm really excited about it I'm excited about my marriage I'm excited about being a mother and yeah excitement all the way thank you that's awesome so can you tell me um knowing that now that you you are a mother like can you tell me how that transition has been for you like transitioning from you know getting married um to also giving birth as well like how has that been for you yeah it's been like I said amazing um and it's also been challenging as well um but at the end of the day it's just you know trusting God for each of the process once upon a time I was a single um trusting God for um the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh and that that time trust me my sister is one of a time let me just put it that way um you know the waiting time is serious it's actually something that people should um take serious with god because when you're with god you can never go wrong mm-hmm. make sure that you are within in in your waiting room waiting on him and when you wait on him it definitely see the when they say it may tarry, but yet it will come to pass waiting on god is that thing like it will actually tarry it might take time but when God gives you his own, you won't regret it. And I thank God for that. And also moving from that to, you know, getting pregnant. Actually, let me tell you this quick story. I never I never wanted to have a child immediately. Like, that was not even part of it. Like, what I wanted to just do was spend, like, two years, you know, um, enjoying my husband's, you know, and just traveling around the world and just, um, you know, just thanking God that, okay, wow, I'm actually married. You know, I don't want one little baby to come and be disturbing me and this guy. Like, literally, I was so excited about all of that. 
And then I remember um, speaking to Mrs. Ariata Obudo. Shout out to you, ma'am, if you're hearing this. I actually, um, yeah, I went to her place and I was just sharing it to her, like I say as a um, spiritual uh, mentor as well. You know, I went to her and I was like, oh, this is my plan. And she's like, so are you actually going to tell God when you should have a child? So the time that you're now ready and God is like, the time I wanted to give you has passed. Like, how would that feel? So I was like, ah, someone has a point. Because trust me, the only thing I wanted to do was just enjoy my husband. Like, my motives were not like, okay, maybe there was no money or there was no um you know plans for the child or anything like that it was more of just me being selfish to myself like I just wanted to have my husband to myself so I thought about it and that kind of you know taught me something that okay people are actually out there looking for children and I pray if you're looking for a child God blesses you with your own in Jesus name you know people are actually looking for children and I cannot say okay this is when I want to give birth or this is not when I want to give birth so I said God let your will be done and funny enough that was not actually my husband's desire my husband wanted to have children I mean like he loves children I actually love children don't get me wrong but my husband actually loves kids as well and then he wanted his own so so badly so I was like okay might as well you know and then okay. we we got on it and then we had a child we have, we have a child oh, right now that's- that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. Okay, so just going back to your marriage. So what is one thing that stood out to you since you got married? What, like, you experienced? Could be anything. Like, what is just one thing that stood out to you since you got married or even since you gave birth to um your son? Yeah. I can definitely share something on that, um, especially with when I gave birth. But I'll start with when I got married. Uh, one thing, because I know there's there's a lot of things to talk about, but one thing that has actually stood out to me since I was married, or I've been married now, is um, connecting with my partner, you know, creating time to connect with my partner. Uh, we're, we're two busy individuals. I know you know me. When I'm working, I... Work, 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 work. And yeah. you know, <laughs> some of my friends, if you're listening to this, you know that I'd have like two, three, four jobs at a time, you know? Yeah. And I know be asking me then, girl, how are you doing it? How are you doing it? <laughs> yes, that's true. Not just my brother's spirit in my marriage. I mean, it's always in the blood. You know, I just wanted to, my husband used to tell me, calm down, you just woman. It's not like you're looking for something. But anyways, I was just working, 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 and... You know, I was not really at the early stage of marriage. I was not really having that time because, you know, now I'm married. I feel like I didn't have enough space to save up that much from when I finished school to when I get married. Um, because I had some like debts I had to clear. And so in my mind, I was like, you know what? I just want to work and save money, you know, for this marriage. So my husband too can be proud. Okay, that, okay, yes, I'm bringing something to the table. So then I got on it. And then I that few um early stage of marriage um we're not really I was not really um you know creating that time to you know have a conversation or communicate things with my partner I just really thank God for someone the person that God gave me my husband because you know he he's just really himself and he doesn't you know get mad that okay I'm not you know we're not spending that much time talking and all of that um but something that I got to understand someone was saying that creating time is not actually creating 
time, like creating a space, like, you know, when people say, okay, I will spend one hour on Thursday to talk to my husband, or I will spend this um, hour of the day to talk to my husband. Creating time is, even if you guys are taking a walk, talk about those things that you need to talk about. Even if you guys are, you know, um, going to work together, if something comes to your mind, you need to discuss, don't wait for a specific time that, okay, I want to create time. If you understand what I'm trying to say, you're not like putting that two hours frame like any time is creating time right you understand what i'm trying to say yeah so that's one thing i've really learned that okay you can you know even if you guys are going grocery shopping even just on the weekend just you know don't wait for that particular time as soon as it hits you just you know communicate it with your partner and don't let it pile up because that's the mistake some of us do at early stage of marriage. And that's kind of, you know, if the guy is not patient, it just throws him off. If the lady is not patient, it throws her off, you know. So that's something I've learned definitely for marriage. And it's been helping me since then. Even that's if I cannot, I just text. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So how about with being a mother? Hmm. I know, I know it's definitely, <laughs> definitely different from what I can imagine. I mean, I can only imagine at this point for now. Yeah, I understand. I mean, newborn, newborn. I mean, like, I just can't, you know, say it enough because this is so fresh in my head. And every day I have something that I'm learning and I'm just like, mm. wow. You know, marriage is is a gift from God. And God is intentional about it. So when God give you a life partner, God is entrusting a generation in your hand. Literally, God give you a child. He's also interested in another generation. Because even your husband is entrusting your husband to you. And also the child or children he'll be giving you. So I just thank God for this um, experience. But there are things I'm going to be sharing um, today on like the things that I've learned so far. Or things that I've experienced, you know, being a mother. And I would say, uh, motherhood actually, like, actually, even after giving birth, it's actually the fourth trimester. Trimester one is the first um, three months. Trimester two is between three to six months. And trimester three is between six to nine months. Then after you give birth, that's what I call my fourth trimester, postpartum. Oh, that's after? Yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, a thing. I just forged it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> Okay. I just want it because it's a whole lot with that yeah. trimester. So you, there's some one thing that I've learned is it's no longer about you. Mm. It is not you you literally, you know, you literally give yourself away. <laughs> so you can use so it can be used. Uh, so you no, can use me. No. So you can be used. You the mother you know, to <laughs> Like you're literally keeping God is literally like keeping another human being. You are literally entrusted that um um duty mm-hmm. to keep another person alive. Right. And you're watching over this human like every single time to make sure that oh he or she is okay, he or she is you know fine. I know at that early stage they can't say anything to you. They can only just cry, 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 cry. My son will just cry. Like he wants, even if he's hot, he will cry. If he wants to eat, he cries. If he wants to, if he poops, he cries. He needs to be cleaned. Wow. Interesting. Okay. That guy Such is handsome. life. <laughs> and because God has entrusted you with this son of his, he should not 
be taken lightly. You understand? Because before God created them, he knew them. He knew what they were going to become. I, that's, I think Jeremiah 1.5. He said, before I formed you, I knew you. Before he gave those children to you or that child to you, he knew them. So he wants you to keep them alive for the purpose he has also created them to fulfill. So please, mm-hmm. like, if you're a mother here, make sure you're actively paying a- attention to your child. You know, the child cannot talk, cannot tell you what's wrong with them. So you have to know, like my child, my son has different mode of cry for different things he feels. If my son spoils his mouth and he's crying, I know he's hungry. And then he nice. puts his hand close to his mouth and he's like shaking his hand close to his mouth. I know that, okay, this guy wants to eat. Or he can just, you know, anytime he's, he will just continue pecking you on your head or your cheek or your hand, anything close to his mouth. In his head, all he's saying is, is this boobs? Can this be boobs? Are those boobs? Like he just wants to suck. Mm, <laughs> Do you understand? Wow. That's yeah. it for him. And then if he poops, he's he's crying more, like he's very, very loud. Like he's so and it begins to like shake his body, you know that okay, he's popped and stuff like that. So just really pay attention as a mother to your child so you know what they want at different times. Yeah, the mother, it's not another person. Your friends will come and yeah. visit you and carry the child. Once they are crying, they will drop it at you, drop the child to you. So you're the one that yeah. will figure out, okay, this child is something. And that's not that I've also learned is um in this period is you actually worry more. You worry more. I, I think I worried a lot more when I when we just came out from the hospital and we came home. I'll be like, okay, is this baby breathing? Is this baby only? <laughs> yeah. Like if you're sleeping in the night, like as soon as this guy came, he didn't even sleep on his cradle bed, though. I feel like remember the father wasted money buying that cradle bed. Because this boy did not sleep on the cradle bed that I used my ardent money to buy. But anyways, I will not go there. You know, he wow. sleeps on my bed and the father's bed, our bed together. And then he literally, I literally, sorry, go check on, go check up on him every single time to make sure that, okay, this guy is breathing, this guy is okay. You know, so, so you worry, you worry about his future. What is he going to become? He's going to be a pastor. Yeah. He's going to be a teacher. It's not in your hands, mm-hmm. mother. It's in God's hands. I mean, it's okay to worry, but at the end of the day, don't end don't stand up from where you are worrying. Stand up from there praying and trusting God and leaving it in God's mm. hands. That's like something I really learned. Another thing is, you know, your priorities changes. You know, like I said, it's not even about you anymore. Like it's all yeah. about the child. So the way you do your things when you were single, or even the routine you have whenever mm. you married is different from the routine you'll be having. I love to have my morning devotion in the morning, but with baby, he wakes up before my morning devotion. <laughs> He's crying. He needs food. He needs things. And you have to attend to him. Mm-hmm. God understands. It's not something that you should overthink. Right. Just, yeah, don't overthink. It's like... You're it's, really- it's a new lifestyle. So, like, it's mm-hmm. like... I would imagine that it's something that you're still trying to figure out. So, God is not going to be like, oh, you didn't pray today. I'm going to... I'm gonna. I'm going to withhold my mercy from you. No, God is not going to do that. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. So don't overthink it. It's, it's still God and it's strong. Um, that's also something that I said with creating time. Creating time, like, even when you're praying, you know, it doesn't have to be like a specific time. I mean, you could have a specific time just for, you know, discipline and consistency. But you can pray anytime, anywhere in the kitchen, sing songs to him, you know, pray and you know, you don't have to be an exact time of the day. Anyways, next lesson that I learned is that you start thinking about 
all the serious things. What can happen? What's the worst that can happen to this child? You know, it's 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 worrisome because it's actually like like it's so real to me the way I'm saying it because it's actually what I felt and I'm literally sharing my experience with um you guys. Like it's you just begin to worry, like, what well, is this child going to amount to something? You just keep praying, trusting God, like you're just you know, you're 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 a priest over that child. God has set you as mm. someone that he has is is not your child, it's God's child though. At the end of the day, like we are just overseers on earth. We are the ones mm-hmm. that are just, you know, grooming this child to fulfill his or our purpose. So it is not about us at all. Mother, father, whoever. It's not about you, guardian. It's about, you know, that child and the purpose that God has created that child to fulfill, you know. So you another thing that you also, like, um, you find strength literally in the things that you could not do before. I never imagined a lot of things, like, when I give birth. Because, I mean, I, I know myself to be a very strong person. But then it's it's on those things whereby, I you know, when I go to work and I'm able to work, I'm active. But then I don't joke with my sleep at night. I mean, I don't actually joke with it. But now I have to, you know, jeopardize my sleep for my baby. I have to make sure that I'm awake when he needs to feed. Especially when we just came home from the hospital. We literally have to feed this baby every three hours. Wow. Literally. And I know people, maybe people that are doing this um, care worker, they might not relate. But I think they will be able to relate because they actually have a shift. You know, you have a shift for eight hours or maybe 12 hours then max. But this one, 24 hours of the day, you are constantly making sure that this baby is eating every three, three hours. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's a lot. It's a lot of things to worry about. And there's something that I wanted to mention that I skipped when I was talking about, you know, um, worrying about um, the serious things is also the child's education. You know, you're worried about what school would this child go to, you know, um, how you can, you know, start saving up for the school and everything. Like, Because why that one is so big to me and I'm happy I did not forget this point. Because when I came here, I went through a lot with schooling, like paying my tuition by myself throughout the entire four to five years I was in school. And that's because of the poor um, savings and educational system back at home that we had. Nobody will come talk to you about RESP for children. Right. You know, <laughs> my parents never heard of that. I'm the one that's literally telling them since I've been in Canada, okay, there's something called RESP. It's a savings for children education. Right. So it's it's something that I said to myself, I will never, ever make my children, even if I adopt that child or, I, you know, I take the child as a spiritual child or I'm I'm like a god mother, what do you call this? And I think I will not watch them go through um, financial hardship, especially with school. You understand what I'm trying to say? So yeah. you yeah. start, you know, you know, start saving for the child and governments actually give grants for children. Like when you put like an amount of money, governments could put like 10, 20% of that money you save into the same, your child's account. And when they reach the age of maturity, you can get the principal to yourself and then the grants and all of the investments on that money, the investment returns, they can you can use that for your children's education. You know, if they have scholarship or that money, they can buy textbook and all of that. But the good thing is the principal comes to you. 
you know, I, I am happy that I got to learn this and I'm yeah. able to even start one for my child already. So I am just really grateful. And for those people that are not aware about this thing, it's just, I just felt like sharing this thing because yeah. an average yeah. family would spend $225,000 for feeding their child. Um, just normal basic amenities from age one to age 18. Did you say $225? Thousand. Thousand? Yes. Between age one to age 18. Oh, okay. For so, the uh, 17 yeah. years of age. Yeah, 17 to oh, 18 okay. years of age. Yes. They will spend $225,000 for just wow. food, shelter. That's not even including the, the health insurance and college. Yeah. Especially wow. like college and um, health insurance. It's not even including that. Imagine they start paying and um, government is now letting people pay for like healthcare and everything. You can imagine how much you'll be spending to 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 take care of a child. So it takes mm. it takes a lot of you know sacrifice to have a newborn. You know, when yeah. I saw that statistics, I was like 205,000. I don't even have that money in my account. I mean, not even half of it, but I'll not tell you how much I have in my account, anyways. <laughs> I don't have that money. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to spend this amount of money throughout life and you just realize that it's an investment and that's right and that gets mm. you when you think about it but then the overall lesson is just trust god trust god trust god because he would make you joyful i think i was reading um john chapter 16 21 it says when a woman gives birth this is literally what the scripture says so when a woman gives birth she has pain because her time has come but when the child is born she no longer remembers her distress because of her joy that the child has been brought into the world. Right. That scripture just, you know, gave me so much strength. And I'm just saying this in conclusion to this um, question that you asked me, that, you know, there's so much pain, you know, the pain of not eating during pregnancy at some of those trimesters, you know, the stress of carrying, you know, that's very big baby in your tummy, especially in the third trimester. The pain of pushing that baby out is second to none. That is the, in fact, that is the maximum pain I felt in this world. Not wow. even breakup. Breakup is not any. <laughs> no, breakup is not painful. It's not. I'm breakup. When I went through giving birth, I'm like, who is that person? I want to break my heart, but I don't pray for that anymore. Anyways, I'm married to my husband. Oh, and yeah. forever. But yeah. I thought about any breakup I might have had. You know, when I was in single, I'm like, it's not as worse. It's nothing, it's not compared. It's, not, <laughs> it's nothing compared to actually being a human being. And my baby came out. Oh my God, that my baby can came be out. scary. It is, my sister. It is. That's like another topic, another day, literally, because I can tell you every emotion I went through for every minute that I was, you know, having contractions and then popping the baby out and then the baby coming out as a nine pounds and eight ounce. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The doctors, they were like six doctors with their different functions, right? They, they were like, Wow, you are one of a superwoman. Like, and I didn't give birth through um CS. It was natural delivery. Awesome. Yeah, it was. I thank God for my supportive partner. He was actually there. And I, I, I remember I was screaming, Babe, you're watching them kill me. They am actually dying. I'm dying. <laughs> like, you won't uh -huh. die. 
you know, just declaring. And I'm so proud. I'm so happy that my mom too was here. Because when my mommy was praying, you know, around the hospital, she was just declaring and everything like that. And I just thank God for the support system that was around me at that critical critical point. Because my phone was not with me. I'll have called her. I know. I know. Are you praying? Thank for all of you guys, please. Are you fasting and praying? And fasting yeah. and praying, you know. But I just thank God that, you know, you guys just heard the good news that there's no bad news and yeah that's so amazing the pain will come but don't forget that you know god has brought joy into your life that every children are a blessing children are heritage from god and a blessing so i just thank god for that that's <laughs> awesome i think it's i think it's beautiful that you mentioned something about how you stop thinking from being yourself thinking about yourself to thinking about the baby you've you know given birth to and i think that's very true because as a single person like someone that is not in marriage i only think about myself to be honest i think about myself right now i'm thinking about like my goals what i want to do tomorrow for example like going to work but then i could imagine having someone else like having a partner having another family your mind begins to broaden, not just for yourself. You begin to see how you can serve others. I think that's that's amazing that we are created to do much more than just like yeah. for ourselves, you know, than just for us, like doing things for ourselves. So it's amazing that um, you know, you shared that that thinking, okay, I think being a single person and being a married person is very different because you transition from thinking about yourself. To thinking about your family, thinking about your child. Like you said, you were thinking about like, you're already thinking about the education, you're already thinking about the savings, you're already thinking about how to take care of this baby. You're like, oh my God, this this is new to me. I hope he's breathing. I hope, I hope things, it's like a mystery. I'm pretty sure when you give birth to like your second child or like you, if you desire to give birth to more as God willing, like you begin to be like, oh yeah, I know what to do now because you've experienced, you know, a whole new creation before exactly. yeah that's exactly. that's beautiful that's and amazing. that's why you that's why you should actually start thinking about like you know that's whole sacrifice you pay you know before you won't get married and have children like you know how you just mentioned that you'd rather just think of yourself right now and it's okay to think of yourself because i mean it's just you yourself and enjoying yourself right now um but it's also good to you know have that thought somewhere in your mind that okay I'm going to have Eventually, this yeah. one day and everything. I think at some point, when you not actually have it, it kind of reduces your worry than when you're just caught on our ways and then, boom, you have to now think, yeah. you have to know, which one should I do first, which one should I not do first, eight, 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 like you're just all over the place and whatnot. But yeah, I just wanted yeah. to say that. Yeah, and I think from what I can imagine, I, I would imagine that, with having a support system, having people to ask questions, like, right. you know, instead of worrying, like, how are you guys doing it? Like, how did you guys actually do it? How yeah. do you guys imagine in your head that this child was going to be taken care of in terms of, I don't know, maybe finances, school-wise, or things like that? I think also having a support system, like you mentioned earlier, I think it's important, like, to have a, a support system so that yeah. you can clear your mind off things. Yeah. That's true. That's true. 